Hello, this is episode 227 of the Global Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nisha Riley. This is your time. Seems like a slightly arrogant title, but they're not my words. They're the messages that I've been getting into my inbox for a year now. They'll be ready to listen to you now. Sorry for the slight delay in getting a podcast to you this week. I'm feeling a bit battered. I finished writing the current book at the weekend in time for John Lewis's birthday, which I didn't know till afterwards. I wrote the last words on his birthday, which seems really fitting, but it seems too heavy for me to carry alone. I'm feeling as battered. It's funny, I've, it takes as much out of me to write books as it does to work with people. So in a way, I think that's how I know that the books are like working with me, because they do make, <coughs> because they do make me feel the same way. So I have some rambling notes here. It's taken a whole year for parents to start to share, to tell their kids that they're doing well. But more importantly, to tell them that they love them regardless of how homeschooling is going or how well they feel they're doing at homeschooling. There's suddenly a big shift on what's being the sort of chains being shared on social media, but that's taken a whole year for us to get to the point of unconditional love. For us to get to the point of let's play, of talking about the huge benefits in life skills that are being learnt at home that people haven't had time for or made time for for years. I joke that there's people who've planted vegetables who've never had the time to grow them, never mind cook them before. And on the other hand, we have a world stuffed full of medicated teens. I've had a whole series of really increasingly distressing conversations over the last few months. And I really have to ask why, as there are so many alternatives. But they take work. But the payout is they build skills and coping strategies for life. And over the last couple of weeks, I've been going back to a few people about my Patreon slowly, just picking out one or two people. And in in fact, all the people who I've asked to support me have all said yes, which I think has been really good for me. And it's been it's been really interesting to to go back and to realize firstly how many self-employed people I work with. I never realized that correlation before. And so I'm kind of skipping out on those people because I know that it's a very difficult time for everybody. And they have less security maybe than others do. But I've had some really amazing messages. And it's reminded me again of where people were when I started with them. But it's also reminded me of the journey and the path that we take together and what that entails. And I think that there's one organization in particular in Ireland, everybody will be very familiar with, with who it is, who are brought in whenever teens have any level of difficulty. And at the moment, what they're doing is writing prescriptions for pills because they don't have time to do a formal diagnosis and they don't have time for the counselling hours or the support hours. I really question, you know, why you do that. And, and what I end up saying to parents is because in a way it covers them. It's not about the teenager. People who are on medication are less likely to take adverse risks or situations, get into certain situations. And so it's it's a covering exercise for the people involved rather than an exercise 
in doing what's needed to help the family and the teenager. And I think I've been reminded again this week of what it is that we do with people. It takes an investment. It takes care. It takes belief. It takes patience. It takes time. It takes endlessly pointing out the positives from the difficult. You're taking responsibility often for people's lives where other people haven't been able to do that in the past. And you're teaching them how to do that. You're not taking an easy route and just writing a prescription for pills. And it involves not putting people down in the sense of, of like energetically almost, that you actually hold people through a process and you keep connecting in with them and you keep sending them emails every week and asking them, well, how is it now? And you book in a call every so often and you point out the little incremental steps of progress that are happening and you keep going back until everybody suddenly resets themselves and changes the habits and changes to a better cycle. But you, you keep holding those people until you have done that. So there's nothing sort of, you know, you don't just go through the list today's list. It's not like having a to-do list or a checklist where you get to sort of strike your list off for the day and think, yes, I, I, I contacted that person, so it's gone. You know, it isn't gone until there's a, there's a change and there's a result and there's a success story. And one of the things I notice is that everybody always starts off their emails by apologizing for emailing me. And I can't be the only person who's happy to, to get people's emails. Um, it does make me question why people spend so much time apologising for themselves and what reactions they've had in the past. But you can't break a cycle without knowledge. And I end up encouraging them to also go back and talk to the other people that are possibly in the mix and to keep them informed of the loop and the changes and the things that are happening as well. Because you, you can't change a cycle if you don't know what's happening in the home and you can't get to live there 24 7 so you don't get to see all the scenarios and all the little things taking place and while we are going to school you know there, there's incidents that happen in school that set a spiral and set things back as well and so that all matters and so you need that knowledge and I think I've already spoken in a podcast a long time ago about this that the Francis Dalto who is um, a French a child psychologist sort of showed me that writing out is a really good way to to process and ask questions and to process your own thoughts of what's happening. That she ran a radio station and she refused to answer any questions um, unless people had written letters to her. And so I do encourage all of my clients to write emails and write to me endlessly because it's a really good process for you to get into. And it doesn't take much to sit down and go through those and to keep going through them until you get to the other side and, and you get a result. So, yes, in one sense, I'm seeing some great changes happening. I'm seeing some really fantastic home life for younger ch children. And I think they're much happier and there's a lot less pressure. And I'm still seeing really big life skills being built. I'm seeing other people get much closer to their, their teenagers. I'm seeing some people dramatically struggle and I'm seeing some really adverse behaviour by professionals who are just covering themselves, I'll be honest. 
They're just looking out for me. They're not looking out for the people they're working with or the families. And they're not giving them the coping strategies that they need. And I'm ecstatic at the changes to the exams this year. And I hope we never go back. I hope we will always have the alternative between continuous assessment and predicted grades for some students and the option of other people sitting exam papers because exams don't suit everybody and many of my students will do much better with the calculated grades than an exam scenario and in fact I joked last year that I would have got a B in English instead of a D if I had had calculated grades because I had got a B the whole way through school so for me it probably would have been the difference between me going to university for my first choice. But then I also think that everything happens for a reason. And I think that what I, the path that I ended up taking was the one I was supposed to take. So I always say that to people as well. So yes, a year on, there, there are lots of inklings of good things happening, but there are some really dark things still going on in the background.